two, three. We've been on for like two seconds now. Oh my <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Uh, you are a grumpy grouch today. You are such a grumpy grouch. Ever since I picked you up this morning. It's just a rainy day. It's a rainy. How many inches of rain have we had so far? So much. So the, the thing that I saw early this morning was six and a half inches all the way north to a little over an inch. So can you hear our guest next to us? Mm -hmm. That is so cool. That is so cool. So some friends of mine, well, a friend of mine and his cool daughters. So I guess by default, they're all my friends, right? Um, Josh, Josh. Okay. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to think back 2013. Yeah. 2013. Josh used to be on my team at Brinker. The dude is a stud and he brought his two girls to Chick-fil-A. What, what, what does he do at Brinker? Well, the technical term is comp and Ben, but now you're talent analytics director, big time, um, been promoted, high potential. He's just a stud. He's just a good guy. Even though even though he went to A&M. Do you realize that mm -hmm. out of our, how many guests have we had so far? Well, we've had two guests and then Josh would be three. Mm -hmm. That's that's two out of three of our guests have been A&M wow. Aggies. I know it, that's it's so scary. So he has his two daughters, Waverly, who just turned three. Yep, Waverly just turned three. I was around when Waverly was born. Matter of fact, the first time Josh came over to our house with his beautiful bride, Christine. They were, you were just pregnant right then. Yeah, you were just, you were pregnant. And then they have. Well, he wasn't pregnant. Well, that's true. But don't you say they, even though the girl does all the work, don't you, isn't it a double term? They're pregnant. I guess. Yeah. I guess, but definitely his bride was. And then Violet, the newest edition. Violet is one? Oh my goodness. Are you serious? It seems like it was yesterday. She was, she was just born yesterday. And they are having their Chick-fil-A tradition. It's, to, to, it's just totally cool. Waverly has the stinkingest cool raincoat Can on. Stinkingest? <laughs> I totally made up a word. <laughs> That's another word I made up. Just a way super cool. If she was a blogger, that would make the blog. Yeah. That would make the blog because that is just the coolest rain jacket I have ever seen. And she matches and she is tearing into those chicken minis this morning. Mm -hmm. So, sis, tell everybody, why are you a grumpy grouch this morning? Well, the rain just, I am not a rain Yes, rain you person. are. You're a rain it. person. You take a shower every day. What's wrong with the water? I hate it. That is not why you're a grumpy grouch. Oh, my phone is on this morning. Well, the Who's rain causes a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those UPS. One of those is UPS. So this is your high-low. We're just going to go right into your low this morning. Yeah. UPS did not show rain. up. The rain has created a waterfall in my studio. <laughs> I saw the video. It's still going. Josh, this was hilarious. I mean, I, she sends a video and in her studio, which is like, a, what, a 1950s oh, it's, building. And it's a flat roof, so it's it makes a flat it roof. even worse. She walks in, and there is this stream. I mean, it is it is actually like you're turning on a water faucet, and it is pouring Right in the middle of your studio. Yeah. Your laptop was in the way earlier. My laptop earlier. was in the way earlier. So the first Mom time Mom saved that it happened, from that. Yep, she saved it. And some miracle it still works. Because yeah. when I lifted it up, it was in water. a yeah, puddle of water. So I'm not an electrical engineer, but I know that that's not good. Uh, no. So that was like the first domino. And then just started ticking down. And then 
the UPS driver, I guess, doesn't like the rain either. And, and decided not to get out and, and deliver stuff. Yep, just didn't want to deliver my so package. It was pretty funny, Josh. She was actually having a conversation with the UPS people this morning. And it was one of those firm conversations that you got to have um, every now and then going, hey, look, uh, where's my stuff? You're not doing your job. You're not doing your job. Where's my stuff? I was here. It said it was out for delivery. I'm standing there waiting, and no one showed up. And the and thing said say, it was that they tried. Yeah, and then they said that they tried to take it to a UPS store, but the UPS store was too full, which was <laughs> an envelope. An envelope. Like <laughs> I couldn't squeeze this envelope. Sorry, I can't <laughs> squeeze this envelope in here. Okay, so I got to tell you a story. When I was um, actually just about Josh's age. You two were almost the same age as, as these two here. Mm-hmm. I was I was running a small business here in town and I had a little office and we had something very, very similar. We were expecting a package and it wasn't UPS and it wasn't FedEx. It was like DHR or DLR mm. or somebody like that, right? One of these other services. DHL? DHL, that's it. And DHL, my, I, I like DHL. Well, so at this particular time, Remember Con- our good They've friend improved. Conrad, our good friend Conrad, yeah. right? He was in the office with me, and it was, <laughs> it was one of those things. We were expecting this package, expecting this package, and it never showed up. And so Conrad said, "You just need to call and give them a piece of your mind." And by this time, I was so hot. I'm like, I am just going to just tear them up. I am mm-hmm. so hot. I get their number. I call them, and I mean, I come unhinged. It was not one of my prettier moments. I cannot believe you guys are in business. What is this? You're trying to put me out of business. This is this is really incompetent. Mm. I can't believe it. And I'm on and on and on for three or four minutes. And the young lady on the other end was just so understanding. And she said, I am so sorry. Give me your name and let me go work on this. And I said, my name is Tony Bridwell. And she went, <laughs> Tony? <laughs> Tony? Tony, it's Mary from church. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I was the oh. whole time talking to a lady in my Sunday school class. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, one, why didn't you know that? Did you not know that she worked there? No, I had no idea. I had so absolutely funny. no idea. Oh, it wasn't funny at the time because That's I just hilarious. went I just went kind of this this white in my face. And Conrad's listening to me, or I'm not on speakerphone. Conrad's mm. listening to me. He just sees me just go completely silent. He's like, dude, what's going on? I'm like, uh, you're not gonna believe this. And I said, Mary, I'm so sorry. Um, she said, no, 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 I really understand. Mm. We'll get this over to, and Mary, I'm so sorry. I could not look at her in the face at church for like two weeks in a row. I she was so forgiving. More understanding. Uh, yeah. They aren't anymore. As understanding, they're not as empathetic. Mm-mm. Well, certainly that's a low because it caused you to not be able to make a delivery. Well, yeah, because it's hard when running a business, and I have. I'm a very controlling person. I what? like you? control. OCD. Yeah. Control. That's why you get it's that from hard. your mother. Yeah. It's why it's hard to have an intern or. Because you're trying to do all the work for the intern. Yeah, for sure. Dad's taking a picture. <laughs> Sis, you're doing much better now without dead air. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Because you, t- you, started, <laughs> you started to pause. I did. <laughs> you started Back to pause. What I was Back to what you were saying. Is that it's, I like control and I want control, and there's just some things that I can't control, 
taking another picture, smiling. This is actually a video. Oh, okay. This is a video. So move your head. Oh, wait a minute. I'll move the camera and we'll make it a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> boomerang of old people. Yeah. I'm just going to move the camera really fast. <laughs> An old person boomerang. I'm just moving the camera. <laughs> You're very controlling. That's yeah. why even having an intern, you're still doing all the intern work. Fundamentally, yeah, what's hard. wrong with this equation, boss girl? I know. Well, you tell me all the time it's okay to ask for help, and it's, yeah, I can't do it all on my own. So Josh, is, Josh is, is very schooled in one key thing that you need to know, how to be accountable, mm-hmm. right? And there's two things you focus on. Josh, you, you know this. When you're above the line, you focus on what you can control. Mm-hmm. When you're below the line, you tend to focus on what you cannot control. I think I'm on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straddling it. You're straddling the line right yeah. now. I know it. Well, yeah. So I can't control certain things, and that's the post office. Yep. And I... I know I'm not alone. I hear horror stories of all the other people in my business that have to deal with the UPS and post office, and we just hate it. So, But it is part of the beast. You have to do it. It is. I have to do it. And so hopefully people understand that I'm human. I guess they're human too, and people make mistakes. And it just stinks that I suffer from other people's laziness sis have you ever made a mistake oh yeah okay <laughs> just check in have that's other I, people had to suffer people, i know it that's what i said that i'm a person they're also human i know it, but you would want grace extended to you and that's why i didn't chew their butt out i know it you Morally. were actually you were actually very calm this morning i was calm you were calm you were much calmer i would have been when i was your age so yeah Good for you. <laughs> but you have been a grumpy grouch ever since. I'm Don't let it ruin there. your day. I I'm know it. You've had, I was going to say, you, <laughs> you've gone, you've plowed through. <laughs> Josh, it's so funny because you can tell how stressed she ever gets on how quickly she'll plow through a sweet tea. I mean, it is just like drain it to the bottom. Yeah, I was pretty stressed on um, two days ago when the leak happened and the. Um, oh, my goodness. That was kind of that was kind of weird. That was just so weird. Well, mom I mean, saved you on a couple things because you had just finished a pile of wedding invitations. Yeah, and that was on the other table. Thank goodness. I know it. I know it. But Morgan had a sweet tea. I got a sweet tea for Morgan, my best friend, and I had a sweet tea. Her sweet tea was completely full, and she thought she picked up her sweet tea, but she really picked up my sweet tea and it was already gone. She was like, wow, you really know how to kill sweet tea. I was like, yeah, it's just been one of those days. It's been one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to check. Oh, you're, oh man, sis, you plowed through that. I know. I know it. And you plowed through all your chicken minis it's this morning. A drug. We have an addiction to mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A. There's no question. So uh, today is, uh, what is today? Oh man, this is June. This is June 3rd. This is my birthday month. This is my birthday month. So the whole month, old, old. Okay, check it out. Can you hear me, Waverly? Can you hear me? Can you hear me talking? 
You can? Oh, that's so cool. Just just put the monitor's uh, earphones in her ears. She has got the biggest grin ever. Doesn't that sound funny? Do I sound funny? Yes? Allie, say something to her. Hello. <laughs> that is just great. So he asked me this morning, do I miss you being this age? I don't miss being that age. You don't remember being that yeah, age. I don't. You don't remember that being that age. Although I do miss... I, well, I don't. I like I don't you. Miss. I like you being this age. I'm better. very more mature. I was thinking about. Well, I would hope that you're more mature than a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, just even younger age, a younger Ali. I know it. I was. I was getting ready and remembering like how I was younger because I put on a baseball cap because it's obviously raining. It's a rainy baseball cap day. And I remember I refused to wear. Oh my a gosh! You were so girly. She was girly of all girls. She was girly girl. Refuse. Everyone had a baseball cap, and I refused. And now because I'm it messed like, up your hair. Yeah, I was like, it's not cool to wear right. a baseball cap. I know. And now I wear one almost every day. All the time. All the time. I know it. Look, when I was a young father, my biggest fear was that I was going to break you. I was going to do something wrong, and you were going to snap. <laughs> you were going. I was going to have to take you back for warranty work. <laughs> and get you fixed. And I was I was petrified. But look, Josh is hanging out with both his girls this morning. Yeah, he's mom is mom is nowhere to be found, which is cool on a couple of couple of levels. One, he gets to have good daddy daughter time. Mm-hmm. And two, mom gets to have mom gets to have a break. Yep. That's that's just totally awesome. So Chick-fil-A actually has a thing coming up on the seventeenth. I don't know if it's at all Chick-fil-A's, we gotta find out. It's called uh, Daddy and Me. So the Lake Highlands Chick-fil-A has this on their cash registers or on their Which we're not checkouts. sponsored by Chick-fil-A. <coughs> we are not. They give us zero. We have to buy our we, we have to buy our chicken biscuits. Now, I will say we get all the sweet tea we can drink. That is true. <laughs> so we do get all the chick- sweet tea. But they're having but this thing. But we still have to pay for the first we one. We do have to pay for the first one. But they have this thing called Daddy and Me coming up, mm-hmm. which is perfect for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. We've been doing Daddy and Me for 13 years. 13 years and so this is a cool tradition josh is just a little ahead of the game on this he's starting early which is which is totally awesome so i'm getting ready to ask him a question so i'm gonna pull my mic out and hand him the mic so he can answer this so here's the question that's coming up as a as a young dad because you still are young right this dude's a stud too he's like a junior olympic skeet shooting champion so if you want to go duck hunting this is the guy to go duck hunting with he never misses I think the last time I saw a picture of you duck hunting, it was like five ducks, five shots, right? Yeah, <laughs> five ducks, five shots. Normally, when Dean and I used to go, five ducks, five boxes. <laughs> 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 so, but when I was, Josh, when I was your, when I was your age and Allie and Brendan were this age, um, it was a lot different. We didn't have social media. We didn't have the internet. I mean, if, if, if she got sick, I wasn't able to go to, you know, Doc MD and find out what's going on. We're going to the emergency room or whatever. So it was it was a little different. It was a little different then. But there's different challenges now. There's different things that scare dads. There's different things that are you know big things to get over. So as a dad of youngins, um, three and one, both girls by the way, total blessing. What's the what's the biggest what's the biggest challenge? Uh, what's the biggest challenge you face as, as a millennial dad? 
So I think the challenges are going to come later as it mm -hmm. relates to availability of information. I'm really nervous about what they're going to be able to access without me knowing at times. Today, I think we really fight to limit screen time for them and do more sort of tactile, you know, play with them on the floor. And a lot of our friends don't necessarily care that much about that. And so we fight against that. And it's so easy to just put your kid in front of a movie for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Are you eating the microphone or the, the earphone, earbud? Your wax is tasty, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Waverly has the, the earbud in her mouth. It mm. actually goes in uh, this hole on your side of your head, <laughs> not this hole of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that the challenges for this age are not all that different as, as they were 20 years ago, but I think <laughs> as, as when they become teenagers, that's where I'm going to get nervous. Like the show 13 Reasons Why... I don't know if you either have seen that, but it's, it's, I, d I just worry if my kid was, was 13, 14, I wouldn't want him watching it. Whoa. <laughs> so, I, yeah, so I, I think it's, you know, here, I would say this. We have a, a group of friends around us that help us raise our kids like a village, and I think I don't know what we would do without that. That's so awesome. that'd be my advice to any parent is, get people around either like-minded and that want to raise their kids the same way you want to raise your kids. And then that makes it a lot easier. I don't know if you had that Tony at my age, um, but I think it's critical. It's almost impossible to do without that. hundred percent agree. And uh, the short answer is yes. And I, I wish I had more, right? So yeah. the village come, you know, the village uh, can literally be right the village <laughs> right um but often that comes from whatever community right and so church community or neighborhood community or, or whatever the case may be for us we had a great church community growing up and uh, you know there were points in time to where sometimes it felt like the church was raising the kids more than we were raising the kids at, at, at you know for at, at points in time but i think that's good i think that's good counsel even when they get older I still want you surrounded with people that are cool. Mm-hmm. Right? You have a good tribe around you, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah? Who would you consider your tribe? Um, I mean, I'm in a weird limbo of, like, I have a lot of friends. You have so many friends. But few, like, best friends. You only need three, I think. Four, yeah. maybe. So you're there. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, y'all, you and mom still live close, so. Yeah, we've kind of, Josh, we've kind of eased into that role to where we're not as much as parent as we get to be friend now, which is kind of cool, but it is a trans it is a transition, right? You At some point, you have to be a parent. Ugh, those were tough days, being yeah. parent, right? I can't but remember the last time you've been parent to me. Ugh, man. Parenting is, is harder than adulting. Yeah. Disciplinary. Disciplining yeah. or sitting down and being like, you're making really bad decisions right. or putting you, really you in time out. This decision. Taking your car keys away, which uh, never happened Giving for me you. An allowance. Yeah. Violet, how are you? Okay, Violet has the coolest binky. Mm -hmm. Now we call it, uh oh, your shoe came off. We call it binky. What do you guys call that? 
Passy. A Gaga. Okay. Everybody has a different thing for it. Yours was a binky. Giraffe. Oh, they're all Gagas. I love it. Sis, what was your high point of the week? Um, well, construction and painting has started on my house. So Whoa. I'm ready to get that ball rolling and seeing it transform. And So this is so cool. We're having Memorial Day cookout, and we're having this debate in the, our backyard, and Allie and Landon have this new house, and it's got this, it's got this you know, kind of semi-tiny kitchen it's not small but i mean it's a it's a it's a you know it's a normal size kitchen and my daughter being the artist it's 216 square feet if you really wanted to know yeah my daughter being the artist with a with a minor in interior design she looks at this kitchen and she instantly has this inspiration of what this kitchen could look like right and it's, you know, it doesn't have any cabinets at the top. It's got floating shelves. It's got all this stuff. And I totally didn't, I, I totally didn't see it. And I've got the architectural background. I totally didn't see it. Yeah, well, I totally didn't see it. it was a debate of if we should, should keep, the keep the cabinets or, or take the cabinets, cabinets out. Down. Right? And so I'm like, sis, you never know what's behind the walls of a 1970s house. And even Landon was on my side. I know. Which is rare that I LK's on my that. side. And so they leave the cookout. They go over to the house, and in an hour, we get a photo. They ripped all the cabinets off the walls, and it looked amazing. It looks absolutely amazing. We're on the <laughs> this is the part. This is the part about you being three that yeah. I don't miss. <laughs> this is the part so, where there's no children in my life anytime uh, soon. Uh, they're fine. They're fine. But, but man, she's fast. <laughs> she is really fast. <laughs> she is so fast. That is that is so funny. So construction has started, which is way cool. They're painting today. They're doing mm-hmm. floors. Next week. Next week. That's awesome. Yeah. Does it feel like you're a homeowner? Um, Landon said that still feel kind of feels like we're renting. I think once we like have all of our stuff in inside, it'll... Start to it like still ours. feels like you're renting. Yeah, you technically are renting. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, because you haven't moved anything in. Yeah. Please start moving in quickly and get it out of my house. Although <laughs> your your patio deck looks amazing. It does. Because all the furniture that was in my garage is now in your patio. It, that part looks amazing. It does look really good. Yeah. Have you done anything out there yet? Just no, hang out. No, it's been raining. Oh, that's right. It has been the raining. Rain. <clears throat> so the high I part is construction it. started. Yeah. Yep. Waverly. You have got the coolest outfit on. Do you dress yourself, girl? Do you dress yourself? Yes? Yes, you do. You do a good job. Your mom has talked. Whoa! Is that, that's a fox? That's a pink fox on your shirt. You have got fashion blogger written all over you. I talked to, I was talking to mom. There's this like little girl and she had the craziest outfit on. I think we were at Chick-fil-A and it was just this an assortment of things and you knew that she had to <laughs> dress herself. herself and I was talking to mom and she's like that's one of the things that I wish I'd I let y'all do when you're a little dress, dress yourself, yourself. I, I always had everything picked out it had to be perfect mom was a little OCD on your clothes oh, yeah. all your stuff you were like a grandma's kid everything matched mm-hmm. right but you got to appreciate the kids that dress themselves yeah I mean they made nothing may match but at least, at least they got. Creative. At least they're creative and got their stuff on. So, well, <clears throat> look, it's a rainy day. You're a grumpy grouch. We need a social media tip. We're gonna wind this up. 
And then I think I'm going to go take you and get a pedicure and that'll cheer you up. Mm. Oh, my nails have hurt so bad. They look... They look horrible. They look hideous. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a week of no nail polish on. I don't can't remember the last time I haven't had nail polish. Well, it's because you've hands. been painting so much. So what's your social media tip this week? I had one and I should have... I have one. Aha. Go for it. Dad is prepared. Oh. I actually did show prep. When did you do show prep? <laughs> <laughs> she gives me the look. Uh, so I was doing some writing this morning. Yeah. And for any I blogger, like to be spontaneous, I know so. it. Yes, you are spontaneous. <laughs> spontaneous combustion. I was doing some writing this morning, and while I was writing, I was looking for a quote. What did you do? <laughs> you just oh spit sweet tea everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I was doing some writing, and I was looking for a quote. <laughs> well, here's the thing about the Internet. If you type in a quote on the Internet, you're going to get 200 different in, different responses. Yeah. Everywhere from, you know, Abraham Lincoln saying, you know, quoting the Internet. or <laughs> you know, And you never know. And so I came across this way cool website uh this morning that if you're a blogger if you're a writer or if you're if you do anything on social media at all you need to know about this website and it's called quote investigator Whoa. and what they do is you put a you put a quote in and they give you a lot of quotes they actually give you the research on wow. this because a lot of people say stuff and you go oh yeah you know like you know john wayne said this how do you know if John Wayne said that, know. right? And and there's so much stuff floating out around out there. And yes. I see it on Twitter all the time. I see it on Instagram. People always quoting people. This site actually goes back and finds the actual text. Can you put your own quotes in there and say, I said this? I said this? I don't know. I have to. I may have to find that out. Have see you, if I, said, I haven't done it. Have see. you Googled some of your quotes? I have not. I am, I am not that famous. I am not that famous. But I was looking for one this morning on speaking because I'm, I'm getting ready to teach a, a conference on, or not a conference, but I'm getting ready to do a, a small breakout session. Which we need to talk about something. I know it. I, will, I know it. But I'm getting ready to do a small breakout section on public speaking. People want to know. How to be public? How to be a public speaker? Mm-hmm. And so I was pre- preparing all my texts this morning, and I needed this quote. I thought it was from Mark Twain. I had heard it for years, being from Mark Twain. I got on Quote Investigator. Come to find out, it was not from Mark Twain. Wow! It was from Blaise Pascal, and it was a great quote. And so they actually showed the document where it came from in French. So fortunately, I was able to translate that. So that's good. Yeah, so quote investigator for bloggers, for Instagrammers, for anybody on social media, verify your verify your quotes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than somebody quoting somebody and then tagging it and going, "Oh yeah, they never said that." Yeah. Right? Just because a famous person pictures on there doesn't mean that they say it, you know. And Leonardo gets a bunch of them, De Niro gets a bunch of them, and they're all just go check your facts. Fact checking is important. So this where you don't talk up. I know it. You doing some guest speaking. Mm-hmm. We, which is super cool. Mostly you. But also you. I'm a little picture. You're a big picture. I went <laughs> on the website and looked. <laughs> uh, we're going to be at Flea Style Summit. Man. I'll be one of the panelists and you'll be a workshop mentor. Mentor. I know it. And 
okay, so here's what's funny about this. Um, Josh, have you ever heard of flea style? Mm-hmm. Flea style? You need to tell your bride about this thing. It is it is the coolest it's the coolest thing ever. And the founder and CEO of Flea Style, we've got to have her on um, just really quick um, because this is matter of fact we talked about her on our very first show. Yep. Our very first show. And so it's the name of this thing is Flea Style. Start by an SMU girl here, Brittany. Um, and here's her tagline: Home handmade, mm-hmm. vintage, and one of a kind. Yep. And so I'm looking at the speakers, right? And Sis is one of the big speakers because she has a big picture. But I'm last of the big speakers. They save the best for last. <laughs> they save the best for last. So, she, And then I'm one of the small pictures. I'm one of the mentors right there. And I started looking at all the people on here. And I realized, really cool I realized that I help round out her tagline, flea style. Handmade, vintage, and one of a kind. Clearly, I am the vintage part of no. this whole conference. <laughs> Is it one of a kind? Zit. No, I. <laughs> well, you I could also say I'm handmade. Wisdom. Vintage. I have the grayest and least amount of hair of anyone on this whole su- in the whole summit. So I am the vintage part oh of Least Style Summit coming well, up. She likes the vintage stuff. She does like vintage. I know it. <clears throat> I am so excited. You are going to be a panelist on this thing. That's so crazy. It, it's you like. Know something that's like and you're going to do a book signing. Yep. You're going to do a book signing. You're going to we'll do. Sell some books there. Now we're going to talk about this obviously a couple more times because this does not happen until September. Oh yeah. Right. We'll but talk people about need to go to FleeStyle, uh, FleeStyle.com and start signing up because I think there's, I think there's some benefit for signing up early. I there think. is. Yeah. And it fills up quickly. It's limited you seating. You also have a video on their website. Of your it's flower a, wall. Well, it's a, like a mixture of yeah. all of the things. So the panelists, Taylor Sterling, John. Um, T- you well, can just go to their Hillary website. Hillary Ross. And, and then Alan Koch. Yeah, you can go there. And then if you look at the mentors, um, I'm the old guy. Whatever. Second from the left. I'm the old guy. The vintage. I'm just going to start telling Brent. Yeah, I'm the vintage. I'm the vintage. Flea style is way cool. We need to have her on. Next week is very important because next week is our 10th. Mm-hmm. Is our tenth show on the tenth, June the tenth on the tenth show. So you want to know tenth. something funny? Please, sis, it's not really funny, be funny. So I, I kind of set. It's not funny at all, actually. I kind of set like mental internal goals for myself and like my business. Like not goals that I'm gonna like write down or because I think that they seem silly. Or goals are silly. No, like, it's not like a, um, oh, I need to have a hundred orders by May or like, it's just like a, oh, it'd be really cool if this happened kind of goal. And so, um, the beginning of this year in January, I was like, okay, what would be really cool to like happen? And I said, in my mind, I was like, it would be really cool to get cool enough or, um, What's the word when people like not look up to you, but um, sounds like uh, creditable enough? Okay, yeah. There's another word for it, but credit creditable enough? Yeah. Um, to be a panelist at a show because there's like creative market who 
goes around the United States and they have panelists from huge, huge companies. Like, oh, I can't remember, like really, really big companies that have been in business forever and know what they're doing. Um, I knew Fleestyle had Summit and even then she's had incredible panelists that have been in business forever, know what they're doing. Have I know it's not always about the Instagram followers, but have just a bazillion Instagram followers. Like they know their stuff. So it's like I want to make Ali K my business. That I want to be credible. I want to be influential. That's right. That's the right word. Very good. Um, an influencer. An influencer <coughs> with street cred. Yep. More street cred. Like I want people to like know Ali K a lot so that's kind of like my internal goal of like what can i do to make ali k just everyone knows about me not really like not everyone knows about me but like enough to like oh i have a legit business that is you don't feel like you're nationwide or well in january no i think you do i was i mean january i hit you just got asked to be on a panel. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's right. where I'm going. Right. Is that that was my goal to get there. And I thought that it would probably be in like two years when I was in business for five years. Mm-hmm. And I knew a little bit more and stuff like that. But Brittany at found me. I didn't come to her. She found me. Because she, you were doing good stuff. Yeah, I was working So what are you going to do with all this power? It's not power whatsoever. Oh, trust yeah, me. When you're an influencer... There is a lot of there's a lot of power that comes no. with being an influencer. When you sit on a panel, what do you think people are See, there that's to crazy. do? See, I told her I was like, I'm not that cool. People I don't are have there that to anything, and she's like, No, Ali, you, you are do. making waves in this industry, and people need to know about it. People want to know when about it. When she told me that, I almost started crying. Well, and I was like, that's good. This is crazy that, that this is happening. Humility. So, I just didn't think that it would happen so quickly, you know. Well, so the question still is, what are you going to do with all that power? It, it's not power, Dad. It is. I'm not a superhero. <laughs> so it, everything's relative, baby girl. And to some, there's a lot of people that look at what you do and go, holy cow, I want to be like that. And there's always somebody looking up to you. And there's always somebody that, that you look a, up to. I'm a normal girl. Well, and you are kind of normal. Oh, I'm super normal. There's a girl that I'm meeting with tomorrow, and she's like, I need to get this out right now, but I might have like a manic or or a mini um, celebrity attack meeting you. Oh, my gosh. Um, See? Okay. I just like am so inspired by you all the time. I follow you, and you just, I just love everything you're doing. Like, I just need to take that out now. I promise I'm not a creeper, but I'm just so excited. I'm just like... So what does that tell you? I'm gonna um, let you down you? tomorrow because I. You're just a normal person. I'm just a normal person. <laughs> but see, that's the thing, though. In other people's eyes, everything's relative, and this is the thing you always got to keep in mind: is that to some people, uh, people are going, "Oh my gosh, you're a superstar," and then you have people that you look up to. Far from it. You look up to, and you think they're a superstar. Yeah. And they probably think the same thing. Now, there are some people there that go, I'm a, super bar, I'm a superstar, and yeah. you should know I'm a superstar. <laughs> it's it's funny. What? Hi. 
<laughs> oh, you went? You went? Oh, that is very cool. So in my in my new book, I actually I actually quote I actually have this quote. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Mm. And that's one of those quotes Did that I had you? to go look up. Yeah. Who said it? Well, so Uncle Ben said it. Josh would know this. With great power comes great responsibility. Famous quote out of what movie? Spider Man. Oh. Well, not the movie, but it came out of the Spider Man series. Uncle Ben said it right before he passed away. He looks at he looks at Peter Parker. Yeah. Spider-Man and mm-hmm. says, with great power comes great responsibility. And Uncle Ben said it. However, Voltaire said it first. Voltaire said it first. And so I, well, he may have, he may, yeah, he may have actually said it before anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to whom much is given, much is required. And so you should probably take the credit all the way back a couple thousand years to <laughs> Jesus. Right. But sis, you're going to be on a panel. That's crazy. What are you going to do? You just gotta. You, I need to. You've gotta it, stay humble. I need to soak it in first. Yep. I read a really great Boss Ladies magazine came out with their third issue. Um, I need to bring it next time because it's probably what we'll talk about of just our generation of entrepreneurs is just going so fast, so fast, and then they make goals and then they get to those goals and reach it and then they're never pleased or they're never satisfied but really like we forget to take in what like you just accomplished this really great goal that you set for yourself but you're just thinking about the next goal or the next which granted is really great and that's how you hustle and that's how you get things done but if you don't appreciate and you don't so again your accomplishments like you're just I, she just words it perfectly. You, perfectly. We gotta, we gotta, to. we gotta tap into that. Yeah. Josh is heading out. You heading out, brother? Man, it is so good to see you. So love you, man. Man, you got some beautiful nice girls. You. you got some beautiful girls. Bye, Waverly. Bye. Bye, sweet girl. See ya. Crashing breakfast. I love it. Come back anytime, brother. Okay. See ya. Bye. Tell your bride I said hi. See, people just come and crash on our breakfast. I, I love it. it. I yeah. absolutely love it. More people need to I'm come and hang more out. more people don't come. And crash our breakfast? Mm-hmm. I know it. People you, just don't. I guess people think 9 o'clock is too early on a Saturday. <laughs> you know, it is remarkably quiet it in here is. today. The school's out. And so, yeah, it's the first weekend of summer. Yeah, it school's out, and so everybody is totally crushed in. Sis, I totally agree with you that you got to stop and you got to take it in. You got to take it in. But here's what I would also tell you. You got to stop, you got to take it in, and then you have to pass it on. I think that's absolutely so critical. The beautiful thing about being on a panel and being asked to be on a panel is what you're going to give away. And I'm not talking physical giveaway, yeah. but what wisdom can you impart to help someone else be better? Yeah, I need to start thinking about that now. Yeah. So, and that's one of the things that, and I'm just going to, I'm because we're going to close up here in a little bit, but that's going to be the leadership tip that mm-hmm. I want to leave everybody with because you're going to be prepping for panel at Flea Style and Summit. But a lot of people have to speak in public. Uh, I see it all the time. Bloggers are doing it and, and uh, you know, different people do it all the time. We met some mom's friends from Jazzercise at dinner last night. Oh, really? It was so fun. Um, and of course, mom and I eat pretty early when we're when I'm in town, and so we went up and grabbed some barbecue. And as we're leaving, one of mom's jazzercise friends is there, 
And so they're retired and they're meeting another retired couple there and they're just hanging out having a good time. And so um, she says, well, I've heard so much about you, but tell me again what it is that you do. And I'm sitting there going, what is it that I do, right? And so the normal answer is, well, my day job is I'm, I work for an international consulting company and you know we help companies you know get better, blah, blah, blah. And later we're getting bananas at Tom Thumb and mom said, you know, you just need to tell everybody that you just speak for a living. <laughs> because it seems like that's what I do all the time. I just speak for a living. Everybody's got to speak for a living. Yeah. Every time you sit down for bride, every time you start to you negotiate a deal on a mural, or anytime you talk about what you do, we're all speaking for a living. And so I got called last week and said, hey, can you come do this little talk on how to be a better speaker? Three things everybody needs to know to be a better speaker. You want to know them? Uh, yeah. Three things. Three things you got to know. One, it's either got to know or got to do. Mm-hmm. One, you got to have empathy for people. Mm. And that's a big gigantic word. What does that mean? You got to care about the other people around you. Mm-hmm. If, if you walk in the room and you hate the people in the room, you're not going to be a very effective speaker. Yeah. You're going to be able to speak, but you're not going to be a very effective speaker. So you got to care deeply for the people in the room. You've got to want them to be better because of what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Empathy for people. The second thing is you got to have a passion for stories, mm. which means you got to be a good storyteller. You love stories. Well, and I do love stories, and, uh, and I kind of technically am a professional storyteller because I write. But here's the thing. We live in a story-rich environment. Mm-hmm. Everything around us is a story. So our brains have been wired from birth for stories. you got to be able to tell a good story. If you just rattle off facts and figures, so boring, see, to you it seems boring, but now you have somebody coming over going, I'm just going to be in like a, a starstruck shot. People see you as being. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to. You got to think about the story. And sometimes it's, it's not about your story. Sometimes it's about another story. Yeah, but, at the, but you've got to realize we've got to, you've got to have a passion for stories. You've got to be a good, you need to be a good storyteller. And then finally, you have to be the master of the message. Master of the message. Master of the message. Here's the thing. Nobody should know your message better than you. That is true. But if you are not confident, that means you have no conviction on what you're getting ready to say. There's nothing worse than watching somebody speak mm-hmm. without, and they have little confidence. Mm-hmm. And, and they have little confidence because they don't have a conviction about what they're saying. See, I, I think about this a lot, actually, because a lot of people come up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, you're doing amazing. What are you doing? Like, I ins- I really inspire you. Like, I met with a girl on uh, two days ago and we sat down and I, she wants to start a business and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't want to give them false hope. Like, yes, it's doable because I've done it. Right. But can everyone do it? Right. Like, half of me, I feel, still feels, I still battle with this of, like, I just got a little lucky. And is everyone going to get this lucky? Or does everyone know the right people? It's all about who you know. Like, they don't have my circle around me. But they have a circle. See, I don't know. Well, they they could have a circle. They could. They could have a passion. So everyone's success is going to look different. It is. And that's the thing. 
And I don't think a lot of people when, know that. But when you inspire people, you're not inspiring them to be just like you. You're, oh, you need people. to inspire them to be them. Yeah, I do. That's a good And to be the point. best they can be with what they have. I just never want to give people false hope of like, yeah, you can do this. I'm doing it. Well, this, this is, is different, though. You can do this. It's different, right? The this for them may look different than it does for you. If everybody wants what you have, then it's going to be a little disappointing because your path is going to be different than their path. Yeah. They're going to they're so going to come I around. Well, they they've got to tap in. To the, yeah. They got to tap into their passion. Mm-hmm. Right. So. But what if their passion is my passion? Well, okay. So, but even that's going to look a little different. So they may be passionate about the same thing, but their talent, their their network, everything's going to be a little bit different. So. Look, when Network I, is a big thing. It's huge. When I wrote The Kingmaker, I put a definition for what success is mm-hmm. in there. And it was a little controversial at the time, but I think it's going to help you here. Yeah. I define success as it's when your purpose, talent, and resources come together to meet the needs of others. Everyone's purpose is going to be a little different. Everyone's resources are going to be a little different. And everyone's talents are going to be a little different. And because of that... That means success for them is going to look a little different yeah. in, in every situation. So, no, you don't want to give them false hope and say, hey, you're going to be the super-duper influencer. But you can encourage them and inspire them to be the single best they can be. Yeah. And that's it. And I'm not day. saying, like, uh, like, I think that I'm an influencer. But you are. You just don't know it. You influence a lot of people. You just don't know it. You're yeah. And wh- who you influence is different than blogger influencers. Yeah. And who they influence is different than the people I influence. Mm-hmm. Trust me, the people that I spend time with probably don't even know half the bloggers exist. Right? Yeah. And then the people that the bloggers influence, they could care less who I am, quite frankly. Yeah. Right? They're, they're not going to pick up one of my books and <laughs> read one of my books. Uh, you know, unless it was unless it was about the latest style or whatever the case may be, yeah. everybody influences a different group, and you work where you are, and you you work with what you've got in the network that you have, and you be the best that you can where you are. That's it. Yeah, you're so smart. You're gonna be on a panel. It's weird. I'm not cool enough for it. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You're you're the handmade. No, you're the one of the kind. <laughs> I'm the vintage. You're the one of the kind, right? So three things as you get ready, right? Yeah. Three and things. And I think that you should really apply that to any time you meet in front of a person. Like if 100%. you're in a meeting and then you don't care about like f- you gotta if, if it's a bride and yeah. I don't really care if this bride's on in my, like yeah, not my be, style. Yeah, you shouldn't be there, yeah. right? Empathy for people. You got to have a compassion for other people. Yeah. You've got you've to be really passionate about stories. Mm-hmm. Stories communicate. We communicate every single day. You got to be passionate about stories. And you got to master the message. You have to know what it is that you're talking about. Yeah. And you have to have a conviction about it. And workshops when you do. especially. Oh, especially. Mm-hmm. And I think I do a pretty good job in my workshops. Well, and that's the, those three that's the thing. Because when you do a workshop, you're the master of what you're doing in that workshop. And from that, you have this conviction about how you do it. Yeah. And you get this confidence. And I think hopefully. People want that. People are giving me feedback that they see that in my book, which is really, really great because I tried 
really hard to yeah. hit those three things. Yeah. Even though I saw your Insta story last night, and that was I think that was a perfect just takeaway from your book because you're showing everybody little subtle tips on your Insta stories yeah. on how to make it even better. I'm watching that going, that is so stinking cool. Well, I think, so I did it to um, one of my people that followed me. She got my book, obviously, because I, I can kind of tell who right. has been drawing my book, even if they don't tag me. Um, and I go through like the Instagram feed and I was like, oh, that's one of my flowers. It's, it's really cool and funny and yeah. Um, but I screenshotted her photo and drew over it because the iPad's just super, super cool. Because there's some things, shading is really, really hard. It right. can definitely make or break the flower. Um, if you can draw a perfectly great flower, but if you do the shading wrong, then right. it just looks bad. It looks bad. flat, right. So I was, it, it's that I can't be all over the world in right. teaching these people. Um, so I think I'm going to try to like find one or two people a week and do that on some of their that photos. Because so cool. I over, I drew over her photos and I was like, hey, like do, it would be like you make your lines go this way and this adds like right. why you do it that way. Because it's hard to to teach people when you're not there so i did it to her last night and she was just so thankful she's like oh my gosh thank you so much i love this blah 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 so um yeah i think i'm gonna start doing that um when i see it i'm like oh hold on you're missing a step (laughs) here's something that can help make it better yeah yeah because i I really want them to be better better and of course it if they Obviously, if they're learning from my book and it doesn't look not up to like my standards, but if it if there's something wrong with it, I want to make sure that not only they look better, but yeah, it reflects back on the book that, yeah, that the book is actually teaching them and things yeah. like that. So. so last thing, and then we're going to wrap up. We haven't seen each other forever this I week. Last week, I did a social experiment. Insta stories. I did one full day of Insta stories. One full day from from coffee until nighttime. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Nonstop. I wanted to see what it was like. It was hard. It is hard. Oh my gosh. It is so It's like the boundary hard. of like, do people actually really care? Exactly. And what I learned is that the stories that I posted early in the morning, more people watched, and, and the further it went, well, it the, was le- Memorial the fewer people. Day. Well, but still, I mean, everybody's people nobody's working. Nobody's working. Are you kidding? Everybody's on their phone on Memorial no. Day. It was hilarious. I got really low. It was engagement. really hard to do that. Mm-hmm. So people that do it all the time, goodness gracious, that's so hard. So anyway, we'll save that for another time. We've been gabbing forever. I know. We got to go. I am so out of sweet tea. I've been out for like the past <sighs> ten minutes. I know it. All right. Are you feeling better? Yes, much better. Your your face is starting to be a little more smiley now. All right, we got to go. More sweet tea. Yes. Love you, sis. Love you too, Daddy. See you. Bye.